Hey friend, are you having trouble fitting in a part-time job and being a mom? Do you wanna have more time to pour into your kids? Are you Googling time management and organization hacks? In this podcast, you will find personalized systems that will set you free from overwhelm, stress, and missing out on precious moments with your kids. My mission is to equip you to have more time by using time management and organizational tools. If you are ready to let go of the stress of trying to do it all, balance a part-time job and being a mom, then you are in the right place, my friend. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, a wife to an amazing guy, and a daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home, be a busy mom, and pour into my kids, but I felt guilty that I was putting my to-do list over time with my kids. I felt overwhelmed and stressed. I realized that I needed to manage my time wisely and plan margin into my day so that I could say yes to my kids when they asked. It is on my heart to help other moms to have more time to manage all the things and pour into their family without feeling guilt or overwhelmed. If you are ready to finally feel at peace, to know how to manage your time so that you can say yes to your kids, to know that that to-do list will get done, my friend, grab that lukewarm coffee and pop in those earbuds. It's time to get this party started. Hey friends, I'm glad you're here today. Today, we're going to talk about three steps to overcome judgment by other parents. (laughs) We all have experienced this, right? Do you ever feel judged by other parents? Maybe (laughs) you've been embarrassed by something that your child has done, and then you feel just a blanket of judgment from other adults around you, or just as an awkward situation. It can be so soul crushing, right? I want you to know that you are not alone. This is something that was just on my heart. This weekend, we're at a birthday party and my middle guy who gets really fired up and he was already a bit low on energy and he was playing a Nerf gun war with his friends and all of a sudden he lost his temper and threw his Nerf gun at a friend. And it was a very heavy Nerf gun and it hit another kid, not even the person he was intending, hit the other kid in the leg and the other kid screamed in pain and fell down on the ground. (laughs) All of a sudden, as a mom, so many things go through your mind. If you have ever been in that situation, or seen that happen, you feel so awful for the other kid that your kid would react in this way or would say these things or actions that now hurt another child. The parents, of course, were there. They were freaking out. The mom was freaking out. Why did my son suddenly hurt her kid? So it was a lot to deal with in that exact moment. So what do you do as a parent? This is not something that you wanted to walk into. This is not a situation that you chose, but yet 
you're put in this situation and you feel so much guilt and so much pressure as a parent and it feels very awkward and suddenly you have to deal with this event. I suddenly had to deal with the consequences of this and connecting with these parents and this other child and making sure we were okay. And it was so difficult and mentally draining. So if you have been in this situation, I'm sorry. And (laughs) I understand. And if you have not, kudos to you, but you will. I guarantee your child will do something that you are not expecting and suddenly you will find yourself in that parenting moment where you have no idea what to do and everybody's looking at you. Whether you're embarrassed about their actions at a store or as I said, at a birthday party, they will figure out a way to just make everything come out on the surface. And so I share that story with you just to remind you that you're not alone and that everyone has these stories and everyone has these moments. So what do you do in that moment when you're wondering, that would never be my kid. My kid would never do that. And then suddenly you're forced into this moment where you have all eyes on you and you're in the midst of trying to parent your child and feeling very judged by others. What kind of thing do you do? What tools do you use? I swear at this point, I was like crying out for like, what tools? God, give me some tools and some insight of what I can do here. So I would love to use this moment and this story to help you realize three really important tools that you can use during this situation. Number one is to listen. So it's to stop everything, separate all the people involved, check if everybody is okay, and to talk to each party individually, understand what happened and why. Now we as moms are always very good at this. This happens all the time with two children or siblings in conflict, right? You have to stop everything and figure out why he hit his brother or what his brother was talking about or why somebody is distraught at somebody else. So that seems like an easy thing to do, but really to stop and listen. So in this example, when I stopped, I had everybody stop and we made sure the other child was okay. Once I knew that he was okay, I went back to my child who I had put in a timeout and I discussed with him his actions and listened to his side because there is always more of the story. Anger is just the very top emotion. It's almost like a glacier. And so way at the bottom is all these other emotions and all this other buildup. And the anger is just what you see at the very top, the tip of the iceberg. So I wanted to find out why this had happened, why my child had thrown a very heavy Nerf gun at a friend and hurt him. So I found out more of the story that my middle child 
has a very strong sense of right and wrong and people within the game were cheating and he didn't know how to react to that and he didn't feel that any of his reactions or his ideas of how to react would be okay and so this is the only solution he came to this was it it was physical violence because he was so frustrated with other people cheating in the game So to figure that out was very helpful. And it just came by listening and asking questions and working with your child or the other child involved (laughs) and really listening to what is happening and digging deep. So number one is to listen, separate everybody involved and listen. Number two is action. So after that, we figured out what needed to be done to heal the relationship, what needed to be done to connect things after that. Did we need to check on the kiddo, make sure he was okay? Did we need to do something else? Did something break that we need to pay for? So the second one is just action steps. So within that, I had my son apologize to the parents and apologize to their son and to apologize to everybody involved and say he was sorry. Doesn't matter why, but he was sorry and this was not acceptable and not okay. I am very grateful that they were (laughs) a forgiving couple and they were able to graciously walk through this event with us. And they said, we understand and he's okay. And we worked through it. So number one was to listen. Number two is action. Number three is solution. So after all the drama and aftermath of this, the party did get better. And my middle guy was able to connect with this little guy who was actually one of his good friends and say, I'm really sorry. And things moved forward and their relationship was okay, which was huge, which may or may not happen depending on the situation and what is being done. So after this, the solution number three in your steps is to talk and figure out other solutions and choices you could have taken in that moment. In that moment, after we got home, we talked through it with my husband and he came up with some better ideas of what kind of things my middle son could have done. He talked to him and they worked through, okay, if there's a situation like that where people are cheating, what are your options? It is not an option to have physical violence or to punch people or to throw your gun. What are some other things you could do? You could loudly say, ask the rules of the game to check if the kids would stop. You could decide loudly that you were not going to play this game anymore because it was frustrating and people were cheating. So you were going to leave and go play another game or you could ignore it. But there was all kinds of other reactions that you could have or tools you could use, options you would have in that situation. 
there wasn't just one specific outcome of physical violence. So to talk through that situation with our middle guy was really helpful to say, it's not black and white. You don't only have this one choice. So that was huge. And then we had to figure out consequences. Consequences always come after a choice. So you have to talk through what are your consequences in this situation? We haven't figured out long-term consequences from this. We're still kind of thinking through that idea because we don't want this to be something that is just kind of blown over that he decides is, oh, that's okay. Everything's fine now. We did talk about the consequence that he can't control, which was his reputation. Now he's seen as somebody who's violent, somebody who gets upset easily. There's lots of other things that play into your reputation. And so now helping him see this, his choice has now had these consequences is key. In other situations, we've had to pay for things that were damaged or maybe there's a consequence of we're not invited to birthday parties anymore, or we need to pay for the Nerf gun if that was not ours and it was damaged. So all kinds of things. <laughs> These are never easy situations and they're never straight clear cut situations. There's always a what if or if ever. So in these situations, I know they're so hard and your soul just feels gut wrenched and kind of churned because you don't want your child to hurt other people or (laughs) be embarrassed or feel judgment by other parents. But it just happens. So what do you need to do? These three steps, I am just praying you will remember in this kind of a situation when you're thrown into this and you're not expecting it. Number one is to listen. Number two is action. Figure out what needs to be done in that situation. And number three is solution, which is also implying consequences at the end. As parents, we will all have these difficult moments. We'll feel like a failure. We will feel pressure from people around us, maybe awkwardness as you're standing next to parents that your son has hurt just a minute ago, their child. It can be so awkward and just a blanket of judgment, I feel. Once your child does something like this, you just feel this heavy weight of kind of a blanket of other parents and people around you judging you, which is so hard and difficult. But I think as parents, we need to respond with grace and forgiveness and just non-judgmental attitudes. When we see something like this happen, we need to just respond with grace and with forgiveness. Even if we feel like we know the entire story, we never know the whole thing. I think it's really important in these situations to give grace to those parents and to take a step back and to look at the whole picture. Oh, I hope this has given you a moment just to pause and reflect on how you would react the next time that this happens to someone you know or during an event that you are at or perhaps you. We all need grace as parents and we are all doing our best. 
So I pray that this blesses you and that next time you are in this situation, you will have a couple tools to help you. As always, please leave a review if this has helped you. Subscribe to the show so that you don't miss an episode. And come on over to our Facebook group. It's called Home Organization for Working Moms. And it's just a lovely community. I love hanging out in there and sharing new tips and tidbits of how you can be more organized and practical with your day so that you can spend more time with your kiddos. Until next time, have a busy, vibrant day. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.